0: You just never know with wrestling. No idea how this stuff happens, but hey, sports entertainment is totally bonkers. And what's that juice say, man, over there yelling at me? You want some proof? Fine. For I am Simon from What Culture. Please hit that subscribe button. And here's the most ten random WWE appearances. Number ten, Heath Slayer on Raw. After he was fired. Yep, This wasn't a storyline either. It's not like we were trying to do some cool work shoot thing. WWE had let Heath Slater go when they called him back up and asked him for one more night surreal now there is an asterisk to all this because it was during the pandemic where there were no rules but once we had crowned drew mcintyre as our brand new wwe champion somebody decided he needed to be involved in a controversy so heath walked down the aisle saw his old friend from 3mb and told him that he didn't give a shib that he'd been released the point was slater had checked in with mcintyre every day after he got the boot So, oh, how far he had fallen. It also tied into the promise of a match with Drew, which was never fulfilled. So, they had their clash, and Heath lost in seconds. (laughs) Of course he did. I assume Slater got paid, so good for him, but still. Nobody knew what was going on, and it was just so strange. Let us never go back to this time. It was rubbish. Number nine, LOD 2003. Now, that does rhyme, so there must be something to it. And while most of us remember LOD 2000 it was during that stupid time where everything had to have 2 0 put on the end of it. Not many talk about this, because three years afterwards, WWE wouldn't let it go. And yeah, here came the Legion of Doom once again. It was just Hawk and Animal, we weren't toying with the lineup this time, but something was quite clear, the former Road Warriors were not the force they once were. It was a Jim Cornette idea, as he thought current tag team champions RVD and Kane beating these two would help establish them as a pairing... But it didn't. I mean, it only lasted three minutes, and even then, Hawk found a way to create some chatter. After he got hit with the five-star frog splash, he kicked out at 3.1. He ain't jobbing, brother. And it's not a big surprise that most have forgotten about this, because it was not the best use of a legendary team. But hey-ho... We did it anyway. Number eight, Von Wagner's on SmackDown. For one night only. It was during a time where general manager Adam Pierce felt threatened, I suppose, So all of a sudden, bam. It was NXT's Von Wagner, mostly because he was really big, He could look intimidating i guess he didn't look scary enough though because we never saw him on the main roster again that's right he was back in developmental with people acting like this never happened and i need an explanation for this like did vince mcmahon just ask for a tall guy and then forget and what does wagner think about all of this he must be baffled too i'm sure he will get his big run soon but this will forever be a bizarre footnote when wwe goes nuts i think they reckon we don't think about this stuff as well but nope, we're nerds. We remember it all. Number seven to Tanker's 2016 WWE run. That's right, not 1996, not 2006, 2016. A fair play to the Tanker. You make that money. Who signed this off? I would also never begrudge anyone a job, but the issue was we failed to explain this, meaning loads of new fans did not know who this was. I mean, Tank's peak had been 20 years prior. It started at WrestleMania 32, where he just popped up in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I mean, I was loving it, but there was a new generation of people that needed answers. My word, the irony. His character was also totally not fitting with the current product WWE was putting out there. Man, it was weird. That is Vince McMahon, though. Just do stuff, because why not? Number 6, Dory Funk Jr. in the '96 Raw Rumble, which is essentially the same issue as what we just chatted about. Now, you cannot say that Dory Funk Jr. wasn't a legend because he was. Go back in the day, and honestly, the amount of classic matches this guy was involved with change the game. I also suppose we were looking for some surprises in the mid-90s, however, and when somebody suggested funk, I bet they were stunned when it got the green light. And again, he did deserve this, but McMahon was so adamant about not having old wrestlers on TV, signing this off was baffling. It was only a few years after he had shipped off Hulk Hogan because he was in his 40s. while well, Dory was 55 here, but I guess it was a one-night-only deal and he didn't do much. When you watch it today and he does arrive, though, you do do a double take. Where did he come from? Where did he go? Nobody knows. Number five, Carolina. So this is out there, even for this list. It should have been so different for Sin Cara when he came in as Triple H's first big signing. Because go watch his work in Mexico the then mystical was amazing it didn't work and almost instantly wwe did give up on him and yet in 2019 all of a sudden this happened in order to justify a feud between Cara, elena vega and andrade nxt wrestler catalina garcia was called up renamed carolina and sold as sin's new friend what it only lasted two weeks and her name was mispronounced constantly which made this feel like a fever dream Was it meant to happen? Or was it an accident that got out of control? We still don't know. After a fortnight, she disappeared too. So maybe we did imagine this. You tell me. I'm not entirely sure what I did or didn't see. Number four, Juice and Liger in NXT. So at least this one was cool mad, but so so cool. If you don't know, Juice and Thunder Liger is a bona fide legend and we wouldn't have the wrestling we do in 2023 without him. He is living royalty and to say he never had a bad match isn't an understatement. Man was amazing. So when we learned he was coming in to work a takeover in 2015, well we all stood still. This was a proper moment and the fact he was facing Tyler Breeze too... Well, it was all warm and fuzzy in your tum-tum stuff. The fight itself was fascinating to watch, especially because at the time LIGA was under contract to New Japan, and it's such a shame this didn't open the door to do more crossovers. Now, I suppose we have crossed this divide because we do have the Forbidden Door Show with AEW and NJPW, but we were close here, you know, so far. Number three, Kylie Ray debuts a main event, and nobody warned us. Just happened. It was the total opposite to what WWE usually does, because if there is a hot independent talent, nine times out of ten you get signed to NXT and they see what you can do. Kylie Ray took a different path. Because on the 15th of December 2022 episode of Main Event, Dana Brooks' opponent was... Her! Huh. Aside from a brief run in AEW, Ray had mostly been an independent talent, and yet here she was getting a shot in front of a live WWE crowd. Now, sadly, this didn't work out. I think she would have smashed it, but still. What a cool experience all around. Hopefully she goes all random again, and we finally see her pop up. In NXT. Number two, James Storm is NXT. So if there is one guy who has done the rounds and deserves at least one proper big run, it's James Storm. He was a crucial part of TNA when it was flying high, and clearly he knows what he's doing. I'd like to see him and Bobby Roode on the WWE main roster together for one final go. Their tag team stuff still rocks. For some reason, though, this never happened. Not properly anyway. Because while Triple H did bring Storm into NXT in 2015 when it seemed like it was time to see what we could do, Within about a day, it was all over. Thankfully, Storm has given some insight into this, because while everybody there treated him very nicely and he got offered a good contract, he and his wife were trying to have a baby at the time, and James didn't think the WWE schedule would be the best plan. So there you go. He is still active, so I would like to see it, even if it's only for six months. Then you can draw a line under it and say he had a very respected career. Number 1. Vink You don't know who this is. And I don't blame you. It is back to the pandemic era, where again there were no rules, but yeah. Brandon Vink just showed up on Raw, and nobody knew what was happening. Who is this guy? Well, it was Duke Hudson from NXT who was great, by the way. Which is why it was so silly to debut him with no fans. It's like cutting off Superman's cape. On April 27th, 2020, though, he and Shane Thorne did defeat Ricochet and Cedric Alexander, which sounds like a big deal. Until you learn they had done this match seven days prior, with the opposite result... So we were just playing wrestling tennis. It also had no point and soon both these guys were gone. I have a feeling there was a lot of panic during these times. Although I do get it. Do you know of any other totally random WWE appearances? Well, why don't you let us know in the comments below before you like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Then you can read more articles like this at whatculture.com. You can also come follow us on social media at whatculture.wwe and Simon Miller 316+. plus. Look what's going on right now. There's videos on the screen. Give them a click. My name is Simon from WhatCulture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. And maybe one day I'll appear on WWE TV and one person will scream, it's the bald guy from YouTube.